Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli, and I'm a certified transformational coach, and I love working with women entrepreneurs to help them identify those hidden obstacles and create new systems for more effective time, energy, and money. Make sure you connect with me on my new Facebook group, Million Dollar Mompreneurs. And today I have, oh my gosh, I have a really great guest and we're going to be doing a fun um, catch up. She was a guest last year on the show and her name is Holly Porter. Holly, are you there? I am. Hi, Rhonda. How are you? <laughs> Excellent. How are you today? Oh, well, it's earlier than where you are, but I am just fine. Just another day, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you know, what I love about you is you are the early bird, and um, I think that's sometimes why it's so fun for us to connect later, because um, I'm not, you know, <laughs> the <laughs> night owl. <laughs> I could be yeah, talking to you at midnight my time, and you're about ready to go to bed, so it works out really great for us. Totally. But, um, you know, I invited Holly back to the show today, because um, for anyone who's listening, if you haven't checked out her interview from last year, please do. Um, she is full of inspiration um, and motivation for everybody. And last time we talked, you had been sharing with us, um, if I remember correctly, you, um, I guess a phrase I could use, a jack of all trades, and you have been in everything from the uh, beauty business to political to you've had so many different businesses. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. I have. I can I can share with everybody what not to do. <laughs> you know, what a great place to start. Let's, let's talk about what not to do. What have you learned over this last uh, year or so? Well, I didn't mean to make that sound negative just because I'm not that way. I'm just saying, you know, when you learn from other people's experiences and you don't have to go through that headache and heartaches and whatever that may be because you see somebody else going through it and you're like – Nah, I don't think I either want to change that, make that better, or nope, I'm not going that way. Like, what a what a smarter person you are. You know, I me, I have to do things like three times each to figure <laughs> out. Oh, that no, that's not going to work. For instance, can I give you an example? Of course. We had, as you know, you know, and Rhonda and I have become friends. You know, in this last year since we did our last podcast, and we've talked and we've done business together and we coached together and done some lots of fun things. So I just I love you, Rhonda. You're awesome. And um. Okay, so I, I also have – I'm a real estate broker, and that's, that is not really my full-time stuff. I mean, that's just kind of what – like you, sometimes you have to have in multiple streams of income to do what you really love, right? And so real mm-hmm. estate helps me pay my bills so I can do what I really love. <laughs> Even though I love real estate, I've never done a job that I don't love. It's just, no, I, this is my – this is – over here is my passion. This is over here is my, my – what pays the bill. So I had my house up for sale recently and like we live in a hot market. I live in St. George, Utah and it, and it's hot right now. Right. And my house was priced at like 307,000. I mean, a really kind of an odd pricing, but I felt like it can only go down from there if I wanted to, but I didn't want to work. We didn't have to move. We didn't marry six weeks, six weeks, no showings. I mean, I had it on the market for only like nine weeks. And the first three, I had quite a few, and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, you're going to have offers this weekend. Call me in case my people want it if you get an offer. So nothing for six weeks. And then a lot of things changed with my husband's type company during that time. And I was like, okay, how long? Like, it had to, like, bang me on the head to go, 
you're not even supposed to be selling your house. Why are you selling your house? But six weeks, like that's a long time. Uh, anyway, sometimes, like I said, it just takes some of us longer to figure things out. I work really quickly and really fast, but sometimes when it comes to your own crap, you get, I don't want to say stuck. You just get like stagnant. I don't know. I don't even know what the word is, you know, but yeah. I think anyway. sometimes we just get, you know, these, this weird blinder on when it comes to our own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It made me keep my house cleaner. <laughs> well, all right. So let's just clarify one thing. Um, it, it, at this point, it is just you and your hubby in the house, right? And the kids yeah. and grandkids that come and visit. Right. We have eight kids, but they're all adults. Right. And this is right. the first house that him and I have lived in. We've been married almost 16 years we, that we've lived in with just that. And it's like a pretty big house. So, and we didn't do that on purpose. You know, sometimes a house just finds you, but yeah, it is just us. Well, it does make it a little bit easier when it's just you and your hubby. Um, you know, I'm not going to go there because I know there's some men who just really, it's like picking up ki- after a kid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I concrete, so he, he has like the, the dirt mud stuff, you know, so Right. drop your drawers at the door. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So wait a minute. Let me get this straight. So one of the lessons that you've learned um, or what not to do. So you were talking about you put your house up. It was six weeks. So did you end up selling the house or no? No. I, I finally went, no. you know what? We're not even supposed to be. I mean, we were just so you know, I was sacrificing my home that, that I loved, but I never felt like it was our permanent home. Okay. Uh-huh. And I was sacrificing that to go into an RV and we were going to be building, build, sell, build, sell. And so I didn't know how long I'd be in an RV and I knew I'd have to go rent an office to work out of. And so my husband got his dynamics and his company changed and he's like, I'm not going to have time to build a house, which, okay. The point of building a house was to sell and make money. Well, you can make money many ways. And if his company's doing really well, actually we'll, probably make more money that way. So I'm thinking, I said, well, then I'm not selling this house. I'm not going to like sell my house to live in an RV for an unknown. Like that's, I can change a plan on a dime, but I Mm. still have to have a plan. Like I still got to know, like to me, homes anywhere. I I can live in a a motor home and travel the country and that's home. Like I, I'm just flexible that way, but you got to have roots somewhere. You got to feel like you belong for me. I do. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And home is what you make it. Um, we've seen those little plaques everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I, but I think you said something really important. Um, whether you're a person who can change on a dime or not, because some of us can and some of us can't. Um, right. But what I heard you say is no matter what it is, there's still you need to have some type of plan, right? A plan in place. Yeah. Because with, without a plan, you know, we're not going to get anywhere. It's like... No. Getting in the car to take a trip and you're just going to drive, but, you know, you could drive for weeks on end and still not really reach a destination. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like your tradition, your family tradition too. You know, that made me think of that when you said, my husband reminds me all the time, our family's me and you now. I mean, yes, we have children, we have grandchildren, we love them, we care about them, but they don't have to do anything we say. If we're having a big Thanksgiving dinner at our house, they don't have to come. Like they're all invited. But things like that change, dynamics change, your traditions need to change. And I watched my mother-in-law go through this as, you know, all the dynamics change. Like, she was always demanding, nope, every other year is my Thanksgiving. And if you dare cross her, man, you're on her list. And it, yeah, I don't know if you ever get off her list. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, that's so Vicky, you know. 
So I just kind of was like, you weren't, you know, we're, we're a combined family, even though I raised all eight kids, we're still a combined family. And so when you have to start sharing your holidays with, you know, his ex-wife, my ex-husband, you know, you're dealing with all that, you learn kind of just to let go a little easier. And, it, and it's not easy. Don't, it didn't come easy, let me say that. But, you know, you just end up having to make whatever works for your life at that time. Like, one more example. When I had... When I had my daycare, when I, my kids were little, I ran a daycare out of my home. I made more men, money than most men in my town. I did very well. And it was in my home. And I three little kids at the time, you know, I had that. But I never could have done a preschool. Like, that would have made me crazy. But when I had a preschool, I would have never been able to do a daycare. So it's just you got to pick the season. You know, there's a time for everything we do. Oh, I couldn't and agree if it with you more. Feel right. Oh, sorry. No, if it doesn't feel right, what? I, I that just popped up. If it doesn't feel right, listen to your gut. It probably isn't. Because our instincts, especially as mothers, are dead on. Don't discredit what you know or what you feel. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm listening to you, and it just so much of this is resonating with me because um, today, as a matter of fact, is my anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, baby. Baby. Um, Yeah, can you imagine? (laughs) 31 years we've been married today. Part of me is jealous. What's that? I said part of me is jealous. Just part, part though, because I have a good guy, so. (laughs) Well, that's important. And, you know, I have to say, um, because we're going to pull into this in just a minute because you and I really want to talk about, you know, life and expertise and stuff. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like part of what I've learned throughout the seasons is you're right. There, there's a time and there's a season um, during your life. And, you know, I had my, my other, I always call them my other kids. They're all ours together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have three really, really close together and they're now um, very successful adults and grandkids and whatnot. And then we still have one at home. Um, right. So I've always, I've always considered my family a three plus one factor. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> took, took me a long time before I could actually say I have four kids in the beginning. It used to be, how many children do you have? I said three. Oh, wait, plus one. Hang on four. You know? <laughs> took, me, took me a long time to grasp that. Um, but yeah, things, things shift and change. And with those traditions, even, you know, um, now that my ch- other children are all adults and they actually live in our other home state, it's kind of a new place. My husband just started a new job and now he doesn't have the same vacation time. And this will be the first Thanksgiving that we can't be there. So it's wow. going to be a little awkward. And um, well, I guess it's kind of it's worked out because my, my, well, I guess my older daughter works out really fine for Thanksgiving because she'll be in um, Antarctica anyway on her deployment. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, I guess it kind of works out. And then just trying to shift with those um, traditions like you were talking about. And it's never easy. But then again, when is change ever really easy? Yeah, I think, you know, that's part of something that we all have to learn, whether it's traditions or a job or a mind shift, um, it's never easy, but I truly believe change is worth it because when we're changing, we're growing, and that's just part of what life is and what we're supposed to do. Yep. Right? Yeah. I agree. So yeah. I, what I really wanted to ask you today is um, 
the last year, you and I talk, you know, pretty frequently. And um, I thought it would be fun to have you back on today to um, talk about what you've been up to in the last 12 months. <laughs> where would you like to, where would you like to start from the time that we last spoke when we originally spoke or where would you like to pick that one up? Well, oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, it's it's been a really really fast year, but um like I'm I'm a goal setter, but I'm like like I want it's like for me everything's got to be fast paced. It's like set a goal, get it. Set a goal, get it. Set a goal, get it, you know. And over the top of all that is the you know, umbrella of, okay, end result. They always say use the end result in mind and work backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mind just doesn't think like that very well, you know, and I've never mm-hmm. been a big dreamer. And so it's all, to me, when you dream, that's, to me, dreams and goals are a lot alike, you know. It's like if you dream it, then you set a goal for it, it's easier to achieve it. So I kind of get stuck in that dream mode. But I knew as a speaker I knew that I needed content, more content. And so, and honestly, I never considered myself a writer. And you'll say that's funny since I have six books now. <laughs> but Which we're going we're gonna to talk about. So, what, the big all, right, so tell, all right, so let me ask you this. So you, you're always a goal setter and you um, are a fast paced mover. And we know because you talk fast. <laughs> Sorry, I'll um, you really slow down. I always tell my yes. Keep up, keep up, keep up. No, you know what? And I'm going to let everybody else know this because if you're listening to this podcast on Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher speeds everything up. Oh, that's and I don't understand why. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> you're going to sound like you're doing 90 to nothing. <laughs> Whoa. All slow down. <laughs> We don't have to do slow-mo, but um, I think it's really important to hear that you, you've always been a goal setter and you were talking about, you always felt like you needed more content and you've been doing some speaking. So um, let's go with that one for a minute. Tell us about your speaking and what you've been doing. Okay. Yeah. The thought that came before that was be careful what you manifest for, like, like seriously, because it will happen and it can happen in your favor and not in your favor. So be very specific in what you ask for. That's a big lesson mm. I learned. Um, and if later, if we have a time, ask me and I'll tell you a funny story about that. But so what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since last year, well, you've done a lot of things. So let's talk about oh. a couple of things in, in specifics that you've been doing since last year. One is you have been uh, growing your speaking business, correct? Correct. Yeah. And, and so the goal is to get, get more content and, and a book. I always, I have, I still have like this laundry list of books. And the funny thing is all the ones I just did was only like a couple off my list of what I wanted to do. And I never, I never grew up thinking I'm going to be a published author, blah, 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 you know, but the times have made it really easy to do that. If you team up with a group of people, men or women, which was my first book that came out the end of February called peaking behind the scenes, I wrote one of those chapters in the book, and that was how I first became a best-selling author. And so that sparked my interest, and then I met this fabulous woman named Elena Rarick, and we connected. And from there, she was a publisher, but she also had academies, 
that has like been honestly, I call it my, her my secret weapon because it just made it all come together. Like all the work I had done and the processes I had gone through and the coaching, it, it was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And then she helped me make it happen. And that was like, like, I always know how to make things happen, but the detail behind the scenes stuff, I call it the crap I don't want to deal with. You know, mm-hmm. I need that help. And, and I think that's my advice to people too. If you, if you want to set a goal, figure out, um, I have a really cool chart and I don't know if I've ever shared it with you. I don't even know what he calls it. My, my friend and he's coached me too, uh, Dan Fowler. He, it looks like a, a Jewish, um, uh, what do you call it? Their, their star. I'm so bad. I can't think of the name, but anyway, and it's really cool because you set your intention in the middle of it and then it has all the lines going out and all the people that are going to help you get to that goal. So that was my mm-hmm. point. And then the end result, you know, and so you work, you work from the outside in to get that goal. And that's what I'm advising is like, get a team. Like, I know it's so hard when we're not making any money and we're figure out a way. I, I we say figure outable. Everything is figure outable. You can figure a way, trade, barter, don't steal, please don't steal. But figure out how you can find someone to work with that you can do a swap with, whatever it works, or realize how much time it's going to take you. And like me, I'd go sell a house and that would give me money to pay for my coach. You know what I mean? It was like that kind of, in my brain, that's how it worked. It was like, oh, this is how I can do it. So I think it's that. And then from there, you know, I did a couple compilation books of mine, ended up being a series. Rhonda, you were in the first one I did that was yes. the 40-40 rules, Wisdom from 40 Women Over 40. And you're one of our co-authors. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. That was a great experience. I loved it. Yeah, and but you know, I mean, it was it was a little rocky. It was my first experience, and and forty women. Can I just say that's hurting cats? Like, uh, oh my gosh, people don't know how to follow directions very well all the time. And it, it was it, about half of them were just like, oh, I love you. You're the best. You do everything right. And the other half, it was like, do I have any hair left? You know. Um, <laughs> So then I decided to do a series of that book because I had so many women in their 30s wanting to be part of it that were too young. And so now all of a sudden it's a series. And there's a 30-30 that just launched actually a week ago. That book, first of all, Amazon, or 40-40 with Amazon, got number one bestseller. Mm-hmm. And Rhonda, I'm not so sure it didn't get international. I just didn't know how to check it. I didn't know how to do it then because we had some Canadians in there in that book. So we could have been an international one, and there's no way I would be able to find out now. Um, So it's all a learning process. The 30-30 rules, I figured a few more things out. We had someone from Australia, the UK, and Canada. So I was able to watch all of those as well, and we hit um, number two in Australia. No, number one in Australia, number two in the UK. In Canada, I haven't I, for some reason, the statistics weren't coming up. But at that point, I figured we had that title. So we got number one in the U.S., and number one cool. so Well, fun. congratulations. That is so exciting. It's really fun, yeah. And the 2020s so, will come out next year, and then I'm going to do, I don't know if you knew, a volume two of the 4040, because I have tons more women that age that want to do it. And I'm like, wow, this was not going to be my full-time job. But, you know, I it's left so many lives, and it, all those women are connecting now. Yeah. You know, I, that's what I, I love about it, the beauty of connecting with others, because through doing the 40-40 rules, um, I've connected with a lot of the women who have been in the book. Um, <clears throat> even Elena uh, was a guest on the show 
I don't know, later in the year. Um, she has a great interview, so if anybody wants to check out that, and she talks more about her academy that Holly's referring to. Um, and I think that's really what the world needs right now, you know, um, a lot more positive, influential women whose ideal goals are to make a difference and make a positive um, impact, right? Yes. Oh, for sure. No, for sure. It's just, well, you know, it was weird because, like, those books were part of what I wanted to do and bring women together. And, you know, so the other, the whole thing I said in the beginning, learn from other people. So that's what that mm-hmm. book was all about for me. It was like, oh, and I've got all these women. So there's 70 women now. By next year, what is that, 110? And then the 2020 rules will be 130 women will all be in this private Facebook group of authors and they can all network and market together and, you know, do events together. It was bringing that. So that was, that was important. And then in between that, I was like, okay, I've got to get a new signature talk built. And so, you know, I do personalized profiling and, you know, color analysis and things on people. And I was like, how can I pull all of my other knowledge together for something that just is mine that I can use for my signature talk? And that's where my, I call it the no box book, even though that's not mm-hmm. the title. I call it that. And that's where that came from. So I launched, so I launched a book actually in February, June, July, August was the two no box books. And then September was the 3030. That's how I got sick. Yeah. Like I, I'm still going, wait, I'm not even a writer, you know? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> anyway. That's, well, that's a busy, busy woman. So I hope everybody's listening to that, you know, 12 months ago, this was not even really um, – it was an idea. It, it, maybe yeah. we could just say that, you know, it was an yeah. idea, thought, you know, something that in the future when I figure out how to do this because I'm not really a writer. And look at that. Um, in the following calendar year, you've put out – was that five books? There's six, but you got to remember, okay. so four of them are mine, but two are compilations, and then two are just mine, and mm-hmm. then – I was in two others that were you were into others. other people. Okay. Yeah. So, so I can't neat. say, right. yeah, I, I like sat and created these novels because honestly, if you were to do that, I think it would be crap. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, this, this book in 30 days stuff. I mean, I realize some people sit down and write their book in a weekend and that's fine, but you know, they still tweak it. They still edit it. They, you know, it's a lot longer process than that, but don't let people kid you and don't let them take your money with that gimmick because that is a gimmick. That's my. Well, you know, I've been working on. Well, I have to say, I've been working on my book, which is due to come out in uh, Amazon in November, called Life Directions. And just that, you know, the it's uh, kind of a journey and a story, and the whole purpose of it is to allow people to be open, uh, come to a safe place to be open to um, have a new perspective, right? About who they are and where they are right now. Um, although the title is five steps to living life without guilt or regret. Mm. It's just an, it's a concept that I think um, most people can really utilize. And thank you, by the way, for giving such a fabulous review. Um, Cause I'm not awesome. telling you anything. Awesome. new, But um, yeah, awesome. I think that's really where, where we're at is just to have be open openness to new perspectives because again when we have a new perspective we can think a new thought a new thought can lead to a new action and a new action can lead to a new and better result right and create new habits and that's 
where I'm coming from, and you're right, books are some books, some people do write them really quickly, and others we sit there and tweak and talk about them. Um, so with your books, you um, have also been invited to be guest speaker, correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit I'd about like. why. <laughs> What's that? I said not as much as I'd like because when you put something out there, that's what comes to you. Like it really does. That's why I said be careful what you manifest. <clears throat> Honestly, if I would have gotten one more appointment during all this summer stuff, like I don't know what I'd have done. In fact, I've had to cancel a couple things, and that's not like me. But I'm like, oh my gosh, my sanity right now is more important. You know, I'm gonna. I don't want to get up anywhere and have scattered thoughts and. And, you know, sometimes we have to I, – I, I used to always say fake it till you make it. I don't like that. Like, sometimes you have to, like, do a I, – I compartmentalize when I think. So sometimes you have to separate things, you know. Like, for instance, right now, I mean, I'm loving this with you, but my daughter is in the hospital with kidney failure, and I have a grandson in the other room and a dog that I'm taking care of. That is, like, chaos in my life of abnormal. You know, that is not, that is not normal for me. And so sometimes we just have to go, gosh – Life's still going to go on no matter what. You know, yeah, these are terrible things and terrible things happen to good people. But pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and just get it together, you know. I mean, luckily I do energy work. So for me, I'm able to clear things quickly. And if you need to learn more about that, learn more about that. Because some people get so stuck, they can't get out. Like, they don't see a way out. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's hard. And my, oh, my heart goes out to them because... I've only had that happen to me a couple times in my life, but honestly, that's like my political stuff. You know, that was my suicidal time. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know what that feels like. So I can't say I don't know where that where that's coming from. But you know, sometimes it's just we have to just like keep moving forward. Figure out what works for you, and don't be afraid to say no. I never. Well, you're that. right. It it happens more than not than that people are find themselves in that place of chaos and overwhelm. I mean, you just, you know, um, sending prayers for your family because I want your daughter to recover. And I just want everybody to hear that. Um, You know, Holly has a lot of stuff going on right now and life does go on. And it's a choice that we have to make a personal choice of where we're choosing to live. Am I going to live in the chaos and the overwhelm and stay there forever and dwell in it? Or am I going to just kind of deal with what I can, take control of what I can control, yeah. and move forward? That's and that's a skill. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you that's know, a skill that yeah, a lot of people and, and don't also, have. I did a I did a call with someone yesterday, and and mine was basically saying that you know be prepared. Like all these tragedies that are going on. I mean, I'm two hours from Las Vegas. I grew up in Las Vegas. My son was in Las Vegas. My, my brother-in-law is a cop in Las Vegas, you know, and we're, we're saying that because of tragedy with Las Vegas, which now when everyone listens to this, obviously everyone knows, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. But it's like, it, yeah, there's, a, you know, I mean, the week before that I got in a car wreck. And then the day my daughter goes in the hospital with kidney failure, I'm on the phone getting a text saying she's in kidney failure while my, one of my best friend's husband is telling me she just died. My friend died. <laughs> so I'm like, not my daughter, my friend. And so I'm, she, you know, and it's like, oh, wow, you know, what the heck? Like, how do you, and it has put me in a little bit of a funk. I won't say Mm -hmm. that it has not, you know, I'm not, I am human, obviously. So I miss, when there's all these things happening, my point yesterday was get yourself in a place that you are spiritually, 
physically and mentally able to handle tragedy because right. there's going to be tragedy. Look how many earthquakes, fires, mm-hmm. tornadoes, hurricanes, um, shootings in what, the last 30 days? Yeah. Yeah. You're, abs- you're absolutely but, right. And it's all- yeah, but you can stick <laughs> all right. it. So... All right, so let me ask you this, because I, I just kind of want to uh, respect your time, but I, I think you hit something really important I want to just hit on for a moment. When you mm-hmm. say to prepare yourself, get yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, physically prepared for, really, it's an inevitable thing that's going to happen in life, because that's just part of life. Yeah. What, would you, what, are, what would you recommend or suggest to anybody listening for those who might say to themselves, you know what, when tragedy hits, I become a mess. How yeah. can I do this for myself? Um, what kind of tips would you give them today? Well, especially if, you, if you're if you an empath at all, you feel a lot of that a lot more. And I am. It's just mm-hmm. learning how to separate that. Um, you know, Rhonda, I am more than happy to gift any of the listeners. If you want to add it in the link below, I'll send you a little it's 11 or 12-minute video. And I don't know if I've sent it to you before. It's just a grounding um, not a meditation necessarily, just a kind of a grounding thing I do every morning that just mm-hmm. gets the energies moving and just calms me. And I'm happy to share that if that'll help anybody. If that helps one person, it's worth sharing, you know. All right. So, yes, I would love to have that link because you did share it with me and I have enjoyed watching it. Um, I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest, I probably don't do the same exact thing, but I no, also, no, dear. It, here's what I love about anybody who shares anything that they do to prepare themselves physically, mentally, emotionally um, for these times in life. I'm a big believer that um, not, there's not one answer for everybody, right? Because right. we are all so unique. And it's so important for each of us to learn about ourselves and have a really deep understanding of who we are, how we work, what makes us tick. Um, some of us work better with uh, more fruits in our our um, diet. Some of us work better with more proteins in our diet. Um, some of us right. work better with cardiovascular exercise. Some of us work better with, you know, just a meditation and light stretching. So it doesn't matter who you are, but to be able to take from other people, like you said in the beginning, learning from other people and applying it to your own life to help make you the very best that you can. And your 12-minute grounding video um, could be a really great um, uh, tool for other people. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Well, Holly, I know that you have a lot going on. Um, You need to get back to your daughter and your grandson in the other room. Um, Please take care of your family. We send prayers your way for anybody who's been affected. And thanks again for always being a great guest. And I think we're going to have to catch up again in, you know, six or so months just to find out where you're going with all these books. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know. I feel like I haven't even been able to market them. So next year will be that. And and, um, yeah, lots happening. And we'll have an online uh, magazine next year, too, so we'll have to chat about that because I'm sure I'll be having you do something for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, all right, so she is um, doing just that. She's uh, designing the life of her dream. She's you know, creating it, making it happen. Um, everyone, thank you so much for listening today. Please give it a five-star rating. Share it with your best friend and so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes for Season 2. Be sure to subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.